Welcome to Not Another Teen Drama, a podcast where we analyze the evolution of teen shows from the 90s until today. We're your hosts, Amy and Gina, and we're on a quest to watch the pilot episode of every teen drama. Today, we made it to the year 2013, and we will be discussing the pilot episode of The Next Step. The Next Step premiered on March 8, 2013 on Family Channel, and it ran for seven seasons. It follows the A troop of dancers as they prepare for the regional dance competition, and relationships and loyalties are put to the test. Ooh. We have another dance-focused teen drama yeah. after Bun Huds. Yes, this one this is one a slightly is... different. This one gave me, like, Bunheads meets Glee, almost. Like, right. Because Glee, they're, like, trying to get to nationals. Right. And it's, right. like, the same vibe in the comp- competitive aspect. But then the added addition of a mockumentary, which is a new concept that we haven't seen in teen dramas thus far. Right. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I they don't really like have a setup for it. I guess like a film crew is just at their dance studio. Yeah, that is true. They didn't give a reason. Yeah, normally they in all the ones I've seen, there's always been like even if it's kind of a loose like okay, sure, but it, they give something to be like this is why there's a camera in everyone's face. But they right. didn't give yeah, I guess it's just like, oh, we're preparing for regionals and they want to do a piece Yeah, they're on filming us. it. Yeah. Yeah. And this one is also a, um, a Canadian show. Yes. Family Channel, which I guess that could be like their ABC family equivalent. I'm not sure what that is. Right. Yeah, Family sh- Channel. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's like a teen teen channel. It might be, like, a mix of, like, uh, Disney Channel and ABC Family. And ABC Family, yeah. Because Degrassi did have, like, U.S. crossover, like, pretty... There They crossed over to U.S. pretty well, and even though the next step got seven seasons, but they never quite made it here. To yeah, my knowledge, I never, I never heard of it before. I knew of Degrassi, yeah. like, growing up, but... Right. Yeah, I never heard of this one. Same. And it did. I did read an article from the Toronto Star. I don't know. Some, like, Toronto uh, publication that the, like, creator, Frank Van Keeken, um, he made it a point. He, like, wanted to, like, create this show, and he wanted to make it, like, about really good dancers. So he wanted to hire professional dancers, not actors, which mm. I think is very obvious watching this episode that these are dancers and not actors. Um, Right. And he also, or the article also mentioned, like, after the success of Bunheads and Dance Moms, this was kind of like a, I don't know, not really a combination, but it's like, oh, people want to watch dance shows. Like, this is another dance show, basically. Yeah, it, it was very fun to see all the dancing they had. Like, like majority of the episode was dancing. Right. I'd say. Um, and yeah, it was very apparent that the actors were actually dancing and they weren't stunt doubles because like you could right. always see their faces. So that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, no, I think the dancing was really good. And 
one of the actresses, uh, Jordan Clark, who plays Giselle, actually won So You Think You Can Dance Canada. So all of no the all of the actors are either like they were from like dance companies or I, th- I read that one of them went off to Juilliard in the middle of filming and like so they're like very successful in dance before this show which I think you could definitely tell and they're also in the beginning they show like the flashbacks or not flashbacks but they show like home videos of when they started dancing and you can like definitely tell it's like their actual home videos it's not like some random child actor that they hired to like recreate it yeah I wonder if those are like their real stories because they're like oh yeah, I started true. dancing at seven and you know yeah so I wonder if those that was real real I was wondering that as well. I feel like that makes sense. There's, I feel like it makes it easier because they're not actors. They don't have to memorize lines as much. They can just be like, hey, like say what when you start doing dance and why you like it. And unless there's like a specific character like trait that they need to portray, I feel like it's easier, especially for people that aren't used to memorizing lines. But right. who knows? They are getting paid to be actors, so... Maybe it was all made up. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, the, the photos and the videos were pretty cute to watch. Yeah. And I, I used to watch the thing you can dance, like the American or the Is that the original? Yeah, I watched I it too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I took dance for like two years as a as a kid. And I have like those photos of like me in a tutu and like the tights and stuff. That's so cute. Yeah. yeah, no one was wearing a tutu. Pretty disappointing, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were doing ballet, though. Yeah, they. it was kind of interesting during the auditions. They they did different kinds of dances. Like, not everyone was a contemporary dancer. Like, some were, like, hi- more hip-hop. Yeah, and then there was, like, tap and Irish dancing as well, which is... In- like, I mean, that they were both really good, but I was confused about how they compete. If they're all doing different styles, yeah. <laughs> like what kind of what kind of dancing do they do? Or maybe yeah. they're like this is my specialty. You know, right. I can and do they, everything, but this is like and so you think I'm you really can dance good at all different mm-hmm. types of dancers like audition, but then they're required to do all the different styles. So maybe at each competition they do a different like style. Like at Glee, they do like pop and like country and did they ever do country yeah. i don't even know but like they do like different <laughs> styles of music like maybe they do like for one competition they would do like a contemporary routine the next one they do hip-hop and the next one they do maybe i, I feel like know. that'd they be a lot to learn they all do break dancing <laughs> yeah they're like oh i just learned this move or maybe yeah, they, they were doing it all into one i don't know a lot of flips like a lot of people were doing flips yeah i was like wow Pretty impressive. Yeah, a lot of people, like that one guy did a flip off the wall, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. I feel like yeah. when you perform, there's a wall to do a flip off of. <laughs> like on, in like a stage or something. But uh, Well, I guess let's get into the character breakdown. There's a lot of characters that they introduce, but I just like pulled a list of like the ones that I thought were relevant for this episode. Uh, yeah. So I probably missed some people, but that's okay. Sorry to, to them, but oh well. Uh, so we have Kate, uh, played by Brie Wasilenko, and she is the owner of the dance studio. Her mom 
like created the studio and then she inherited it from her after her mom retired i guess i don't know if they specified but uh we have chris played by shamir anderson and he is the head choreographer and then those are our only two adults we then we have the dancers who i imagine are all high school age um we have emily played by alessandra beaton and she is the dance captain and self uh proclaimed head of the e-girls who is so the the head the the a troop uh, is like 10 dancers and yeah she has like basically claimed all of the girls in a troop as her e-girls um and e-girls means that their name ends in like the sound e which so amy you would be allowed in i would not yes. be allowed in this <laughs> i know group. it's it's interesting because it's either your name ends with an e or there's like an e at the end of your name i think right like yeah. the letter e like the letter e or the sound e yeah <laughs> so. yeah and i was well, this was funny because like an e-girl is now like a thing or i don't know if it's still a thing but like it was a tiktok like, right thing for a while yeah so, so it's like oh these are like the original e-girls yes <laughs> well, e-girls like was is it like emo is that what that was on tiktok or is that something else um i think it's related yeah like yeah they have like more of like the alternative style Alter- yeah okay. i don't know what the e stands for it might be for emo i don't know yeah now i'm like i don't know i, I don't remember but these are the OG e-girls. Um, but Emily says that she named them the e-girls because they're her girls and Emily starts with an E. So you, right off the bat, we know exactly who Emily is. Um, then we have Riley, played by Brittany Raymond, who is Emily's sister. And she's younger and she was on B-troop last year and now she's auditioning to be an A-troop. Um, and you can tell she kind of like lives in her sister's shadow. Kind of the typical like older sibling younger sibling dynamic especially when you're in the same type of activity or like sport Mm -hmm. or whatever um and then we have the rest of the e-girls um we have giselle uh played by jordan clark who uh emily calls ellie because her name doesn't actually end in the e sound um which I, like, hate that when someone, like, gives you a nickname because they don't like your name. Like, that's offensive to me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very, like, um, Scream, Scream Queens. Like, Chanel number one and Chanel number two. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, and then we have Tiffany, played by Tamina Pollock-Paris. And Stephanie, played by Samantha Gretchy. And then Chloe, played by Jennifer Pappas, who is not yet any girl but wants to be i think she was a b troop girl and was auditioning for yes yeah mm-hmm. i like honestly there were so many characters it was really hard to keep them straight but yeah that's there what were. i got <laughs> uh and then there's two boys that i wrote down eldon played by isaac lupin uh and he has a massive crush on emily but emily despises him I foresee yes. an enemies to lovers situation with these two. Yeah. She makes it known. Um, She's like, yeah. I hate you. Please leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> uh, and then James, played by Trevor Tordman. Uh, and Riley has a big crush on 
James, but Emily's like, Riley, you can have a crush on him. He's gross. And I, like, don't understand why. Like, they don't give an explanation about, like, why they shouldn't like James. So, I don't know. He seems more of, like, the player type, maybe? Yeah. Or, like, he was, like, you know. Yeah. Like, hitting on all the girls, maybe. I don't know. Uh, that's true. We haven't gotten too hard into it yet. But that's that's why I wrote down. Those were the main players. Oh, wait. I Did skipped, you say Michelle? I skipped Michelle. No, I have her here. Michelle, played by Victoria. Oh, played by Victoria Beaton? Is she, like, Emily's sister? Or, like, the actress? Oh, interesting. Uh, she's the new girl, so she, like, shows up. No, Mich- play- Michelle's played by Victoria Baldessara. Oh, I wrote the wrong last name. That's why. Okay. Thank you. I was like, why do they have the same last name? That's so weird. Um, okay, yes. What did you say? Victoria Baldessara. Uh, and she's the new girl. She just moved from uh, Madison, Wisconsin. And this takes place in Toronto. So oh, she's, she's an a, American. A transplant. Yeah. Um, and they're like, they, like, Emily literally says, no randos are allowed to audition here. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> it was unclear, like, what the audition process was. Because Emily right. in the beginning is like, oh, you have to be, like, in the in the troop to audition for an A-team. Or right. A-troop. But, like, Michelle just walks in off the street and auditions for it. Yeah, that's a little bit confusing about why you would have that restriction because then, like, if Michelle's really good and she just moved and they're like, well, you have to start with J-Troop, which is, like, the junior, like, recreational, like, dancers, then she's just, like, wasting time. Assuming that, like, you have to be, like, in a troop for, like, a year or, like, a season and then you move on. It's kind of like, Mm -hmm. why would you waste talent that way? So I think Emily's just bitter. She was lying to the camera, probably. (laughs) Okay, let's get into the plot. Kate is the owner of the Next Step Dance Studio in Toronto, Canada. She and her head choreographer, Chris, are holding auditions for their A-troop, the highest level dance team. There are 10 spots in the A-troop, and currently A-troop members must audition every year to stay on the team. Emily is the dance captain and head of the E-Girls, a girl group she created, including girls who na- whose names end in E. Yeah, so the first episode is Audition Day. Uh, and the dance company or the dance studio has three groups, A-Troop, B-Troop, and J-Troop. So A-Troop is, like, the one that actually competes at, like, the major competitions. And then B-Troop... I imagine also competes, but maybe at like lower competitions. And then J Troop is like the rec recreational, just like for fun dancers. Right. They they say that like A Troop, if you get into A Troop, like there's a lot of opportunities for you to get scouted and get a job and stuff. So they're they they put a lot of weight into becoming an A Troop member. Right. That makes sense. I mean, I've never did dance competitively, but I know, like, in gymnastics, once you get into, like, the higher levels, that's when, like, college scouts come and are looking at the top-level gymnasts to see who they want to recruit for UCLA or, you know, whatever, like, top gymnastics school there is. So I imagine, like, dance companies would do the same at the major competitions. So that makes sense. And, like, a lot of people put a lot of weight 
in a troop like in this episode they're like my life will be over if i don't make a troop like i need this this is my whole life they're like i'm gonna quit dancing if i don't make it right and like i feel like people that dance like growing up that is like if you want to be a professional dancer you have to commit that much time and if you commit all that time you don't get the opportunity to like go to a good college or performing arts or whatever then it's like you failed which is unfortunate that's a lot of pressure on a child but yeah that's how they especially because there's yeah there's only 10 spots so that's right. that's pretty tight you which know, like, i thought there are 11 people who are good. So. Right. I found that interesting because they say there's 10 spots because most competitions require 10 dancers in, like, the group. And I – that doesn't make sense to me because why would you only have 10? Like, you always have, like, alternates or backups in case someone gets injured or someone gets sick. So, it like, doesn't make any sense to limit your age group to 10 people if you have to have 10 people to compete. So I wonder if they just pull from B Troop, if that's the case. Uh, but right. I was like, this is like bad planning on like Kate and Chris's part, because what if someone gets sick or someone moves away? Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. And I can't imagine the competitions are like, your team has to be only 10 members, unless they're like really strict, maybe. Yeah, but... I don't know. I didn't watch Dance Mom, so I don't know how dance competitions work. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like usually there's more than 10 people. I don't right. know. Right. And I know there's, like, different types of, like, like from the minimal dance moms I did watch, I know there's, like, different, like, parts of a competition. Like, there's, like, the group competition, and there could be, like, solo competitions and stuff like that as well. So I imagine mm. if, like, you're go if you're, like, competing in a specific part of the competition and then it requires only 10 or like there's ones that are bigger or something i don't know but whatever they're doing they need 10 dancers i guess maybe that was just convenient for casting probably (laughs) they're like there's 10 spots okay (laughs) we can have 10 characters at least i guess some people have aged out of the troop maybe because like chloe is the out of a troop, oh, troop a. a. Okay. Because like, since Chloe, Chloe was in B troop, right? And then she wants to yeah. make it into A troop. So like, assuming there's already five girls in A, right? Well, they they said but, like, that maybe a, some of them. A troop members have to re-audition. So like, right. everyone here like either used to like was in a troop last year or was in b troop last year and then like the top 10 at this audition get to be a troop so i guess like a b troop member could knock out an old a troop member Mm. yeah but people probably graduate high school and have to move on i imagine or they quit yeah i think like i think like most of the time like I think, like, the the statistic is, like, once you reach, like, the age of 12, like, most kids stop doing whatever sport they were doing. So, I mean, these kids are older oh. than 12, I guess, but I don't know. I could I just pulled that out of my ass. That could be, like, wrong, but I definitely have heard that oh. somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I guess unless they play it, like, in high school, right? If they do the sport in high school. Yeah, that might be, like, a, like a, a, like a club 
uh, statistic. Like, if you're in, like, a club sport, not, like, a school sport. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense. Because, like, a lot of kids are in sports, like, when they're younger. Like, mm-hmm. um... Like, club you know, soccer, like soccer or dance or something. Like, yeah. yeah. T-ball. True. <laughs> um, yeah, but, like, most kids, it's, like, not their passion, right? They're just, like, in it for extracurriculars. And then once they get to high school, they're like, oh, I'm too busy. Like, right. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, and 12 is, like, seventh grade. So that's, like, when people start to pick up other things. Um, but, yeah, these are the kids that made it past 12. They're, like, they're like 15, 16, I think, from, like, I don't know. I'm guessing. Yeah. So they're they're in it to win it. Yes. Kate starts the auditions, and the dancers give their background of when and why they started dancing. Riley is Emily's little sister and is auditioning for A Troop for the first time. Michelle walks in late. She just moved to Toronto and wants to audition. She's from Madison, Wisconsin, and was the dance captain at her old studio. Kate and Chris agree to let her audition. Yeah, so th- this is, like, when the, they're, like, all in their, like, in-the-moment interviews, and, like, the, whoever's interviewing is asking, why did you start dancing? Like, why do you like dancing? And most of them are, like, I started at two years old, and I haven't stopped, and I love it so much, and it's my passion in my life, and I will die if I don't yes. get any troop. And then some people are, like, oh, I started when I was seven, and that's, like, really old, so, like, I have to catch up to all these people that started when they were two, which is... When they say it out loud, it sounds ridiculous, but that's, like, very much reality in those type of sports. Like, same with gymnastics. Like, if you start after, like, yeah. four, you're, like, super late. Like, I think Simone Biles started at, like, seven, and it's, like, very, like, she was, like, a late, like, a late starter for that. Wow. I think I could be making that up. But it it's kind of wild. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess so, like... Like, if you're younger, like, if you're, like, 15 that, and you started at 7, that means, like, you know, you had, like, like 30% less time, like, doing right. it than the other people. So that is that is a big chunk. But. And I, I feel like with dancing also, like, getting the technique and the flexibility is probably easier to master at a younger age. Because I feel like you're just naturally more flexible when you're small, like, as, like, a two-year-old. So if you already can Yeah, I mean, like, babies are, like, so flexible. (laughs) Right. Like, if you already get that flexibility, you can, like, get your splits, like, at that young, then it's, like, easier to maintain than if you're, like, eight, and then you have to, like, start doing the splits. You know, that's going to be a bigger learning curve. Yeah. So it makes sense, but it is a little bit sad to, like, hear hear it said out loud. Yeah, because, like, when you're two years old, you don't even really know what you're doing you know right like Committing you can't be like life. i want to join dance <laughs> you know yes whatever your parents put you in then it's like whatever sticks yeah yeah like i could like i remember i did dance a couple years like i did tap and ballet when i was really little and but then my dance teacher like moved away or something and so mm. i didn't want to continue because i like didn't want to go to a new teacher so my parents were like yeah sure whatever like you can stop um but like who knows like if my dance teacher didn't move away like I could have been one of these dancers. You could have been probably a, not. Yeah. But <laughs> like I feel like it's so wild. You have like the body type for like ballet or something. <laughs> I think they have the coordination in that way though, or like the posture. But well, you would have to learn. You would have to like 
learn that, right, when you're in dance class. I guess but, so, but I don't have the natural posture, I guess. Like, it would be, like, a more difficult oh. learning than some mm. people. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so they start the auditions, and then they basically do the auditions in, like, groups of four. So Kate calls, like, four names, and she's like, okay. And then she, like, calls a name, and then they, like, do, like, a little solo, and then she'll, like, call the next name. They'll do, like, a little solo. And then, like, after all four of them do a little solo, then she calls them all back, and they all kind of, like, do, like, a freestyle or something and they're all doing Mm -hmm. their different styles like their specialties i guess um and everyone does like really good and you it it felt like realistic to me in the way that you could tell they weren't actors but it like was kind of cringy because you can tell they're not actors you're like oh they're not acting they're just like reacting to like whatever they see but in that way, it kind of felt genuine. Like, we were literally just watching dancers at a dance studio, like, react to their fellow mm. dancers, you know? Right. Yes. Yeah, because they don't really have to act, like, impressed, right? You can just be, like, impressed by, like, watching someone dance. Right. Like, they was just like, oh, if you were supporting a dancer on your team at the studio, that's just what you do. And so it was interesting because I was, like, it's, like, almost like a, like, it's like a scripted, I guess that's what a mockumentary is, but it's like a scripted documentary almost because they're not acting or it doesn't seem like they're acting. Um, does that even make sense? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And like, I wouldn't say that the script was very difficult to act either. Right. Like they gave them a pretty simple script yeah like even emily she's like like the head dancer and she's like full of herself and she's like mean to she's like a mean girl and like i don't think it would be like too hard to like act that you know it's like very simple right so which i mean it's good because like they they probably haven't really acted very much before this so um you know don't want to give them too complicated like acting directions right and i bet i I bet it like gets better throughout the season so they get more practice and stuff and they they got seven seasons but yeah they're only one girl like falls down and everyone's like ah well she messed it up like you know yeah Mm -hmm. so that'd be so nerve-wracking like, you have to do your audition in front of, like, all of your friends. Right. Oh, my gosh. I would, like, pass out. Yeah. I guess that's how, that's how auditions normally are. I don't know. Yeah, everyone's normally watching. I'm trying to think. Like, I was in, like, when I was in band, like, in middle school, we had to do our auditions, like, in front of, like, the whole class. And, like, I would get, like, panic attacks before it. You know, like, my heart would, like, be beating so fast. Um, Did they give you a song to do or did you pick it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had, like, a you had your, um, like, audition music. And then everyone practices, like, the same thing. But then you have to, like, perform it in front of everyone. (laughs) But then in high school, my teacher did it, like, privately. Oh, okay. So you you could audition privately, which was, like, a lot better. Interesting. Yeah, and that determines, like, what chair you are? Or is that not what yeah. it is? Oh, that is what yes, it is. Yes, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I have no idea how this works. <laughs> uh, yeah, gymnastics, you didn't have to audition. 
you just like they just watched you well I guess like you did have like I was like we didn't really have auditions it was just kind of like we had like testing so it's like oh can you do this skill yes or no and it was like if you did it they're like okay great and if you didn't they'd be like well you, you didn't do it so you can't move right. up because <laughs> like, it's less of a yeah, performance like, and more of like skill based right because it's like more individual right like you're not yeah that's true on a team yeah yeah it's yeah they all did really well and it was it was fun how they did it also which i don't think they would like it's it was like a lot cleaner than an actual audition you know they just like like one person came up and then they like like seamlessly like flowed into the next person and it was definitely like choreographed Mm-hmm. Um, and I also thought it was interesting that, like, I wasn't sure if the music was, like, in the studio. Like, if they were, like, if the characters were listening to the music or if, like, the music was just for us and it was, like, more montage music. But then in one dance, like, the guy, like, referenced the lyric in it. And I was like, oh, okay, so it is, like, in the scene. It's not, right. like, a montage music. So I was, like, unsure uh-huh. about that. But then it was, like... uh funny when i think it was like a there was like a sh part in like the song and he like did like shush like motion yes. with his hand and everyone was like oh my god <laughs> like that's like amazing so clever <laughs> so clever uh, but then uh oh i guess we got a like scene with like riley and emily where emily's like Riley like your bobby pin and she's like stop it and she's like no I have to fix it and like Emily's trying to be like I'm a good older sister and it's like no you want to control her like you don't like her what <laughs> she likes her sister but huh? I think she likes her sister I mean like yeah but like she's acting like oh like I'm like I don't know. I just feel like she was trying to be like, I'm like the good older sister when it's like, you're at, it's like performative. Like, not, I don't say she doesn't mm. like her. Like she's her sister. She loves her sister, obviously. Cause they're sisters, but it seemed like she like likes her sister enough, uh, but she wouldn't want her sister to like usurp her power in the dance. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, to an extent. Like she's like, I love you until you come for my spot as dance captain and then you're done. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Emily would like anybody. <laughs> yeah, right. Like and, her best yeah. friend or anyone who got true, true, her true. spot. Um, yeah, but uh oh, there's a new girl, Michelle. Michelle. Of course, we have to have a new girl, you know, and, in the first episode. And with an E at the end of her name. True. So, she could join you know, the she E girls. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Emily's like, no randos allowed. But then. Like, it's interesting because it doesn't, it seems like Michelle just straight up walked in and is like, oh, is there auditions here? Which, like, supposedly, if, like, randos can't audition, where would she have found out about the auditions? Like, why would they post them publicly if, like, randos aren't allowed to audition? (laughs) True. Yeah, I don't know. Fishy. But, but I guess, I think Kate and Chris kind of give her an exception because right. they hear that she was the dance captain at her old studio and they're like oh she could help us win nationals right so they're like oh better let her audition yeah yep and they agree and let her audition and 
Emily is not happy because that is a rando. And we don't like randos. At this yeah. Studio. And all the girls think like, oh, don't worry. She'll be really bad. But then she's right. actually very good. Right. They're going to be like, oh, she's going to embarrass herself so much. And I was like, what would make you think that? Like, she doesn't even look like a dancer. I was like, what does that mean? I mean, yeah. <laughs> also, she's like, that looks the same as everyone else. Like, what's the difference? Michelle is really good, and the girls Google her. They find out that she was Miss National Soloist last year, and they are excited. But Emily says she must be a diva and doesn't want her on the team. The dancers go to Squeezed, their local hangout spot, to wait for the audition results to be posted. They go back to the studio and read the results, and Kate says that there is always next year if you didn't make it. She says Emily will not be happy with the results. Yeah, so to everyone's surprise, Michelle's a good dancer. Wow. And wow, shocker. Like, wow, she's like so good. Like, who is this girl? And they like Google her. And she was Miss National Soloist, which I truly have no idea what that is supposed to mean. Oh, there must be like some competition. <laughs> I don't but know. like Miss National Soloist is like the worst title to give out to. That's like, like, it. Like, I understand, like, grammatically what that means. Like, like she's the best soloist dancer in America, supposedly. But, like, who came up with the, that name for the competition? You know, it sounds like a beauty pageant, you know? Right. Like, That's Miss what... National Soloist. Yeah. yeah, like, I guess there must also be, like, a Mr. National Soloist. Like, there must be, like, a men's and women's division mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. Uh, but they couldn't have just said, oh, she won nationals in the solo division or something. Like, that's more normal sounding. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. She's really good. I guess, um, you know, Michelle from The from the Bachelor, didn't she say she was, like, she was, like, runner-up oh. for, like, Miss Teen Basketball or something? Yeah, Miss, Min Miss Teen, yeah, basketball for, like, Minnesota or whatever, like, for her state. Yeah, so I guess... I guess there are competitions like oh, that yeah. where they become like Miss or Mister. Right, because like Nate was, or not Nate, Joe was a Mister Basketball. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I that now these yeah that that is true. I've never heard of like that before the back that her season the Bachelorette, and I've also never heard of Miss National Soloist. There was I have never like known to enter into a miss anything competition so yeah i don't know it must be like a more local kind of thing i don't know i don't think we yeah. had well maybe we did have it like in california also but i just didn't hear about it because i'm not into basketball or anything yeah, that's true. i have no <laughs> but, idea but yeah it, yeah but i guess michelle was the best in the u.s so now she's here to conquer canada which is funny that they're like oh she's miss national soloist but if she's from america oh that would be an american true. thing not a canadian thing so like maybe they had it in this universe yeah. they have it in both countries and she won the u.s version and then there's a canadian version i don't know it's it's weird that they would like know that right because it's like national it's, right yeah. they're in two different countries for these things hmm. so like interesting yeah <laughs> because they don't actually say what city they're in but i like googled it and like all of the like 
outside shots that they do in between scenes are all Toronto. So it's like if you okay. didn't want us to assume they're in Toronto, like don't put those like scenes in <laughs> those like scene cuts. So I assume yeah. they're in Toronto. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, that's very odd to make her from. They could have been like, oh, she's from Vancouver or something, like not the U.S. Unless the U.S. is like a like I don't know. Very odd to make her from Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Madison, Wisconsin, and Toronto aren't that far apart. Oh, I guess that could be true. I thought Toronto was, like, near New York. Am I stupid? Is it not that far east? I think it is. Uh, Because Wisconsin's, like, smack dab in the middle, right? But I guess Vancouver would be, like, really far, because Vancouver's, like, west coast. see hmm. geography i was like this geography is way past my my knowledge um yeah i mean it is it's like toronto's like between michigan and new york okay but it's, so, it's yeah, closer wisconsin to new york but far. um yeah wisconsin's like not too far away it's probably like the biggest canadian city that's close to right that makes um, sense wisconsin yeah gotcha well now we know. Yeah, he has a geography lesson. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, because the, so the girls are all, oh, she's so good. This is exciting. We could win nationals with her on our team. And Emily's like, well, she must be a diva, so we don't want her on our team. And I was like, mm, Emily, mm. the call's coming from inside the house. Oh, no. Like, yes. It's <laughs> Sounds you. a bit insecure, yeah. maybe. Yeah, you're you're the diva, Emily. Not Michelle. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then they leave the episode off on a cliffhanger. Um Kate posts the results and and like everyone rushes to look, but they won't tell us yeah. who made the team. Right. And they showed us squeezed their local hangout spot for like two seconds. And they ask them like the Is that a juice? A juice yeah, bar they're like, something? oh, what's squeezed? And then I forget what one of them is like, oh, it's where everyone hangs out. It's where you get all the gossip. I was like, that's not a real thing. But it's like the, it's like two floors below the dance studio in the same building. So that's like why they hang out there, I guess. But it kind of reminded me of, I mean, we barely saw it, but I was like, oh, a juice bar. That's like Unfabulous. Where they, don't they hang out at a juice bar on Unfabulous? Did you watch that show? Do they? I didn't really watch that. Because, like, the guy, like, the friend, like, Emma Roberts' friend, like, works there, I think? Or maybe a smoothie. Maybe it's a smoothie place. Something like that. Huh. But it reminded me of that. Momentarily. Yeah, that's... They always always have to have, like, their local spot where everyone hangs out. Yeah, you know. I I bet they'll hang. They obviously hang out there, but they just had to like show us briefly for this episode to be like. Also, there's another spot. They have another location, <laughs> not just inside the studio the whole time. Yeah, but yeah, cliffhanger on episode one. Who's on the team? And we know Emily will be upset. So who knows? Who knows? I know <laughs> because I watched I watched Ooh, the beginning of the second okay. episode. <laughs> Let's get into spoilers. What happened? Um so uh let's see the girls are Emily, 
Michelle, Stephanie, Riley, the sister, and okay. who's the last? Oh, and Chloe. Je- oh, Chloe. Oh, and so then Giselle so like Giselle gets like yeah she doesn't make it and she's like oh, upset. No. Yeah, because she got knocked down from A to B. Rip. Okay. And boys, I, assume, like, I think all of the boys made it. Who okay, who had like sense. names? I think who had names. Yeah, fair enough. Like Eldon. Okay. Eldon makes it, and he's like, he's like, oh, I'm gonna impress Emily so much yeah. <laughs> by being Eldon's, on the team. Eldon's storyline was like, oh, I have to be the best dancer because that's how I win Emily's heart. And it's like, you know, dude, I don't it was know. like all focused know. on Emily. Yeah, poor kid. Um, but yeah, I, I. I wonder if they would make... I mean, I feel like that'd be, like, shady if they did, but I wonder if they'll make Michelle, like, dance captain. (laughs) And, like, kick Emily out. Yeah. And then Michelle's the leader of the E-Girls. Just joking. E-Girls is made up, so that doesn't... doesn't know how it works, but... We'll have to go by, um, (laughs) Shelly. True, because there's already an... Or Giselle is Ellie, so Michelle can't be Ellie. Yeah, just go... (laughs) Shelly. Yeah. Well, what'd you think overall? Would you continue watching um, past episode two? I thought it was cute. I liked the dancing. I thought the, the dancing was, like, really fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, the acting was kind of not good. Right. <laughs> so yep. It was yep, very, yep. It was very corny. But, but I thought it was kind of cute. I probably wouldn't watch it, but I didn't mind seeing it. Yeah, I think I agree. And I definitely think it's a probably it has a little bit younger of a target audience than than our normal teen dramas. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do think I could have enjoyed this as like a tween, you know, like I feel like it's yeah. kind of the in between like a like a 12 year old where you're like not quite watching Riverdale, but you're done with like Hannah Montana like somewhere in between there yeah so yeah i could i could have seen myself like coming home from school and watching this yeah yeah i i thought it was cute and yeah I, the dancing was really good which is like cool as well yeah and then i guess as far as who's end game we have emily and eldon and riley and james yes so um, those are yeah. our like Pairs that they kind of showed us this episode. Yeah, and this this show is still going on, right? I think oh. it ended in 2019. 2020? Maybe 2020. I think I saw that it was getting another season. Oh. Oh, wow. Um, I thought... What? I had... I thought Wikipedia had said it ended, but maybe I'm wrong. It has, like, a few spinoffs, and they did, like, live tours as well of the dancers. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, didn't, I should have put that on the, like, fun facts in the beginning, but... Oh, yeah, it does say season eight confirmed end of last year. So it is coming back. You're right. Wow. So it is so... really popular. I bet the acting gets a lot better. Yeah, I'm sure it does. That's exciting. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm surprised I hadn't heard of it before because it had yeah, so many guess, seasons. Right. I mean, I guess like they, I guess like we had heard of Degrassi because like the target audience was our like our generation and a little bit older. Mm. But like this is like targeting Gen Z. Or, like, younger Gen Z. Yeah. Because, like, it came out when we were, like, graduating high school, so. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Any younger people (laughs) listening, do do you know this show? Hmm? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, this is the first one that we've done that's still on, right? Right? No, I'm like, did I just lie to everyone? Um, (laughs) I have to go check the spreadsheet. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, the next step is the first one. Wow. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Teen dramas don't usually have that long of a lifespan. Well, that's it for this week. If you like our podcast, please give us five stars uh, and give us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also follow us on Instagram at notanotherteendrama. And next week, we'll be watching Finding Carter. Thanks for listening. Bye.